What is happening, everyone? Welcome again to the Window Canada Sports Betting Podcast. It's the Sunday special Circa Million Contest episode. First up, the Circa Survivor Selection for the Friends of the Podcast Entry. Then I unveil the five picks against the spread that we're using to chase after the big money in Circa Million. I'll highlight what the most popular picks are for everyone in the Circa Million and give my take on those. Then we take a quick look at how lines are moving this weekend and see if there's any value elsewhere in the markets. Plus the teaser bucket and the underdog money line parlay bucket. Time to head to the window. Let's go. Welcome to The Window. I'm your host and sports betting professional, Matt Russell. It's the Sunday special Circa Million, Circa Survivor contest episode, and we begin with Survivor. Earlier on this week, actually through much of the week, the Steelers looked like the obvious play that we would make, given that it was sort of this bonus position where the Steelers were going to be two touchdown favorites. And that's not a situation that's going to happen really throughout the rest of the year since the Jets aren't on their schedule. That being said, Saturday rolls around and Sam Darnold is officially announced as out for the Jets. And now Joe Flacco is back. He is in the mix for Monday, which makes the Patriots a lot more of an attractive play. So we are going to go with the Patriots this week. Steelers, obviously very strong candidate to win this week. I don't have to tell you that. But if we can save the Steelers, whether it's for next week against the Bengals, whether it's for, you know, there's a Washington game in their future, obviously even the Thanksgiving game. Of course, they play Baltimore, so you don't necessarily want to use them there. But you never know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, right? Let's say something happens to Lamar Jackson, even just a matter of sort of COVID. Uh, it's it's worth sort of saving any team that you can at this point for the Thanksgiving week for Circa Survivor. If you're in just a regular Survivor contest, you don't have to factor that in. That being said, if you're in Circa Survivor and you've put your plays in on Friday, you probably weren't thinking all that much about using the Patriots here, or at least it was a lot dicier. And so we, we might be looking at a situation where there's less people using the Patriots than there normally would be based on the various deadlines in the contest. So we're going with the Patriots. It's the second most popular play with 79 out of 331 going with the Patriots. Most popular play, of course, Pittsburgh, still a little low. Right, we talk you know pretty much every week about sort of the obvious pick and it being a little less popular than we think it's going to be. So, in this case, 104 people out of 331, so still below one third of the uh entrance using the Steelers in this one. Um, others receiving sort of prominent votes, if you will, on this election week. Kansas City, 63 people taking Kansas City, and Houston with 30 people trusting the Texans as relatively big favorites against the Jags. You probably already know my feeling about this. And so that segues us nicely into the Circa Million the five picks against the spread that I'm using in the contest and the last cut. So let's start with those Jags. Jags plus six and a half, not the best number. You can get plus seven at minus 115, even as we speak here. That's the bet that I would make. That's the bet that I have made today. But at plus six and a half, I still think that's good. Obviously not a great number, but I'm not planning on hitting pushes here, right? So I'm not, I wouldn't be using Jacks plus seven 
um, with an idea of hoping or at least having the idea that I'm going to push in this. So plus six and a half, still good enough for me. And it looks like by and large, this is a really contrarian week for me. Now this is generally a strategy I like to have anyway. And sometimes it works out that I am a lot more contrarian. And sometimes it works out that I'm not as contrarian as I think I, you know, as I hoped I would be necessarily. This week, definitely one of those weeks with Houston being a two thirds majority or better um, favorite, if you will, amongst entrance uh, selecting this game. Uh, next one up, Washington minus two and a half. This one is the only one that I'm on on the two-thirds majority side of things here uh, with Washington minus two and a half. Next up, Indy plus one and a half. Most popular pick of the week, Baltimore. So mega contrarian. This is a huge one for me. You probably know why I already like it, right? I've talked about it on Friday. If you need in-depth more dis discussion about the games, you know, feel free to check out the Friday podcast. But Indy plus one and a half, anything that involves Indy winning this game, uh, I like in this spot. Denver plus four, another one that this one's not all that popular even in general, right? But again, not one where... I'm certainly not on the majority here with people taking a ton of Denver out there. Uh, Miami plus four and a half. This one, second most popular pick, Arizona. So again, another situation where we are big time to the contrary of most out there. The line, of course, has moved up to five and a half, six. So this is probably the one where I'm the most confused about the line move relative to what I think about is going to happen with this game. Uh, other three last cuts, if you will, Buffalo plus three, this line holding steady. Essentially, I really like Buffalo plus three, but I just don't feel like going up against Russell Wilson in a game that I think there's going to be a ton of points, talked about the weather, beautiful day here in Southern Ontario, and that reflects the Buffalo uh, weather as well. So again, I think this one is uh, a game where the Bills are very live here, but from a contest standpoint, you know, relatively decent chance, I suppose, that this pushes, and we're not looking for pushes in the contest at this point. Should remind you, 23-16-1 in the contest, we're two points out of the cash here, so with more than still half the season remaining, this is obviously sort of the pivot point here at week nine, you know, it's time to get going, but there's still plenty of time to make up some ground as you've got a lot of sort of jackrabbits, if you will, out to unsustainable paces. If we can hang around the, you know, 60% low 60s and make a run here through the final nine weeks of the season, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape, but it all starts today with those five picks. Um, Chargers, pick them. That's the last cut as well. So again, a bet that I'm making there. Strange movement. Again, I don't understand everybody's fascination with Vegas at this point. And maybe I'm missing something completely. We'll see how that game plays out. Um, but for me, Chargers at a pick em here, I think, is a really good deal. And then finally, Carolina plus 10.5 was a consideration. Maybe not to the extent that Buffalo and the Chargers, but I will include them there. So those are your eight best bets of the week. Jacksonville plus 6.5. Grab it at plus 7 if you're betting it. Washington minus two and a half. Indy plus one and a half, but even just the money line I think is good. Denver plus four. Miami plus four and a half, but now you can bet it at six. So let's go and make that official bet at plus six. Uh, Buffalo plus three. Chargers at Pickham or better. And Carolina plus ten and a half. The best bets for this week. Uh, as for, as mentioned, the popular plays, talked about that. The final one is New England 
getting more than, you know, way more than two thirds majority, that's not really saying all that much because A, you know, you're getting some line value, not necessarily a ton going from seven and a half up to close to 10 at this point, but really moreover, just no one's betting the Jets and you can understand why. So we'll take a quick break here. And then on the other side, we're going to talk about what's going on with the board this week, uh, money line parlay, teasers, all of that kind of stuff right after this. Quick break to tell you about our favorite Las Vegas proxy team, Maddie and Tony, over at footballcontest.com. They make the sign-up process so easy, and having used their service for almost 10 years now through the evolution of the contest scene, they are 100% reliable, true professionals. If you're enjoying this ride we're on with the Circa Million, and you want to try your hand at competing with some of the best NFL cappers in the world next year, go to footballcontest.com or check them out on Twitter at football contest contest signups will start back up pretty soon after the season so start planning your trip now tell them you came by the window As mentioned, quite the contrarian week for me today, and I wanted to pull up this tweet from David Payne Purdom of ESPN. He talks about the lopsided point spread betting at FanDuel Sportsbook this morning. Ravens, 89% of money. Chiefs, 89% of money. Patriots, 85% of the money. Steelers, 84% of the money. Texans, 84% of the money. Cardinals, 84% of the money. And Seahawks, 83% of the money. Those are seven games here that have incredibly lopsided betting. Now, for me, is that usually a pretty good sign that being on the other side of those is good? especially if we can make a case. Now, again, look back to the Friday podcast to you know decipher why uh, I like the spots and the positions and the teams that we do this week. So let's get into the board here. And again, we won't spend too much time on it. We'll get you on your way. But it is worth mentioning some of these line moves and the various shifts, right? Buffalo and Seattle, they've messed with the pricing a little bit here, but this line is stuck at plus three. Again, the Bills are our play there. If you can get it at even money, that would be ideal. Denver and Atlanta, not much movement there. Expected Denver to come down a little bit. Hasn't happened just yet with Denver plus four. Chicago and Tennessee, this is by and large just a stay away from me. This, you know, teetered towards seven. You could get plus seven, plus 115 for the Bears. Now you can get Tennessee minus five and a half again. Uh, by and large, again, this is stay away. I, I am going to use it as part of our teaser plays. So, you know, Seattle and Buffalo, nothing to tease there. It's sitting at three. You're not going to bump that off of the three up to nine, right? Like that doesn't do you all that much good relative to the price. Remember the pricing for teasers. Minus 270 is the key when you're thinking about pricing. Denver plus four can go up to plus 10, and I think that's worth a minus 270 price there. For the Bears and the Titans, you know, now this line is moving down a little bit and it's starting to become a little bit less value, but at, at minus five, you know, it's no longer a tease, but at six, six and a half, you can definitely tease the Titans down. Um, again, earlier in the day, even at minus 300 of a money line, a tease piece at minus 270 is obviously a lot more valuable. But now that this line is ticking down and the money line's right around minus 260, the value isn't there, but as a piece in order to move other spreads, right? Like part of it is not just the fact that you're getting better value than minus 270 for your tease, it's that you can facilitate moving a different line. So 
I'll take the Titans here at you know minus six, teased down to pick them. No bet for me on the spread. Lions and Vikings. Some places you can get three, some places you can get four. Plus four, teased up to ten, is definitely a tease piece. That being said, if you can, if your book happens to have Minnesota minus three at anything less than minus one fifteen, that's a play that I would make on the Vikings here. Um, but all in all, again, this one very similar to Chicago and Tennessee, where I'd use it as a tease piece. In this case, the opposite direction, where I would tease up the underdog. Nothing for me on the spread. Ravens and Colts, talked about that at length. This one made a cameo appearance up to two and really more plus one and a half, but you could get two um, at around minus 115. Uh, but at this point, it's shifted all the way back, right? So what we've seen here with this line, probably the most interesting of the week, is that you open Indy plus three, Everybody takes it. I shouldn't say everybody, but the big money takes it. People still liking Baltimore at minus two and a half, but the line keeps creeping down. Why do you think that is, right? Obviously, the big money on the Colts. We just talked about the, uh, you know, 89 whatever percent that a lot of these books are taking this, um, you know, taking money on. Meanwhile, the Colts just keep reversing off of that, right? Like the, the books just keep inviting more and more Ravens money. And then, it, you know, they get a ton this morning and they move the line a little bit and it just get hit again. And now we're back to the Colts as minus one favorites here, even with a little bit of juice. So talked about it on Friday. And this is why we talk about, you know, both teasers and money lines earlier on the week where we said if it gets to plus one and a half, this needs to be a teaser piece for the Colts. And sure enough, we got it. So we were able to get up to plus seven and a half. Um, but now, now that it's minus one, listen, if it goes up to minus one and a half, might even be a teaser piece for Baltimore, right? We're talking strictly mathematics here as far as getting the best value possible. Uh, Ravens looks like they're without both Jimmy Smith and Marlon Humphrey this, this week uh, against a Colts team that's going to throw it around to a bunch of different people. Um, Carolina and Kansas City, this one is on the move. Carolina down to plus 10 and a half, but at minus 123, making this out to be more like a plus 10 for Carolina. Not massive by any stretch, but at least you're sort of off the hook um you know when it comes to kansas city if you like kansas city and in our case at least we're getting the hook at 10 and a half having already bet carolina earlier on in the week houston and jacksonville this thing just not willing to go to a full seven you can get some seven at minus 115 minus 120 over at pinnacle uh, again still worth it as far as a bet is concerned i don't think we're going to end up needing that seven um but here's hoping uh giants and washington this one to our dismay in a different way is moving in our direction in this case and so we had hoped once we saw that it came off of three and was headed down towards the Giants we were hoping we could get minus two maybe even minus one if we got lucky not going to be the case uh the Washington money is coming into the market and uh yeah right now you're looking at minus two and a half minus 120 Looks like that might be the best deal that we're going to get here uh, on the Washington football team as this thing creeps back up towards three. So, yeah, I would grab that sort of as soon as you can when it comes to the Washington football team. Then for the four o'clock games, the line movement of earlier on in the week that I never under, you know, haven't understood at any point here. Chargers and Raiders, this one's come all the way down and everybody seems to be on the Raiders. I don't see it. I don't know what this Raiders team has done to deserve all of this hype. And maybe it's just purely an Anthony Lynn and the Chargers fade here. Um, 
you know, one of the reasons it's not in the contest is the Bosa injury. And that's obviously, you know, his concussion, he's out or looks to be out. And it's just like, okay, but if the Raiders are without their two tackles, somebody on the Chargers is going to be able to take advantage of that, if not from more blitzing necessary. So uh, again, I'm pro chargers in this one and sort of as uncomfortable as that is to say um given that this is a team that we like fading a lot of the time but that's as a favorite and again for some reason they are not the favorite today unless the raiders may end up winning this game by 10 14 points and it will look like they were the right side the whole way and that's fine but for me we're making bets here i like the chargers uh, Steelers and the Cowboys right this one ticked up 14 and a half and the difference here is I thought we were going to get Cooper Rush and we're getting Garrett Gilbert now I don't know what to make of Garrett Gilbert the one thing I suppose that he has over Cooper Rush is that he has at least been participating in football games in the last year uh, with the Alliance of American Football um, and again maybe the Cowboys have seen something in practice that pushes him over a guy who is sort of the incumbent, right? A guy who's been on the team for three years. So if we're trusting the Cowboys coaching staff, which is just a terrible idea in general, but in theory, if we're trusting them to think that he has a better grasp of the offense or is just a more talented player than Cooper Rush, then you go, okay, sure. Um, I'll be leaning, I'll be betting the Cowboys at plus 14 and a half here, waiting to see if Zeke Elliott plays. If he doesn't play, I actually like it more because I think we're getting... A, you know, a little bit better value if it goes up to 15 or even 16 if he gets announced out. Either way, anything higher than 14, I'm willing to play against this Steelers team that in the past, when they go on the road and play these teams that are in classic letdown situations for the Steelers, they have trouble. And so from an offensive standpoint, haven't been all that impressed with the Steelers. Uh, obviously, the defense is pretty good. But again, if Garrett Gilbert can get the ball in the hands of the Cowboys playmakers there's at least a route to this game being competitive if not maybe a Cowboys win to bust up some survivor pools Miami and the Arizona Cardinals here again this line pops up to six we see on you know that stat about the FanDuel sportsbook apparently the Cardinals really really popular even more than I thought they would be and there just doesn't seem to be the big money that's coming back on the Dolphins to hold this line at four and a half five this goes all the way to six we'll take the six and we'll be happy to do so I think the Dolphins are live to potentially win this game and then Sunday night football this thing teetering down right closer and closer to the Saints we're gonna wait we're gonna wait we're gonna wait we're gonna try to get the Bucks minus three that is the goal we'll take them at minus three and a half we'll take them at minus four if we have to but we don't have to make that bet just yet minus three Tampa Bay certainly going to be a play we're going to fade that movement in this one for the Saints who seem to be quite the public underdog in this one as far as you know talked about the teaser bucket talked about it earlier this week tough to find some candidates here right like there's a decent amount of sort of mathematical candidates if you will say for example like the Giants right you could tease them up from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half and mathematically that's probably a really good bet I just think this is a really good spot for Washington I like them obviously a ton minus two and a half so I'm not going to counteract this isn't like last week where it's like I guess I'll bet the Browns money line now that the line is sort of an even money type situation but I really like the Raiders at plus eight and a half from a teaser piece this I just like Washington a ton more so I'm not going to mess with that in that case what I will play right talked about the indie teaser leg earlier this week about plus eight plus seven and a half either of those are good Detroit plus 10 I really like Tennessee minus point 
five, or even essentially pick them here now that the line is minus six, and Denver plus 10, right? Getting up to double digits here with the Broncos, who I think are also very live to win the game, and the Chargers, you know, at the various points during the day here, we're, we're looking at plus one, plus one and a half here for the Chargers, which means you can bump them up to plus seven or plus seven and a half. Looking around at the rest of them, right, I'm not going to tease Miami. In theory, you could tease Arizona down, but I think Miami's live to win that game and bust up some teasers there. Uh, and Jacksonville and Houston, right, you're not going to bump Jacksonville up to double digits because I think if we're wrong about Jacksonville and if we're wrong about Jake Luton, then we could be big wrong and the Texans could win big. That being said, expecting some weather here this week. And, you know, again, this is, might be the sort of judging people by where they played. But Oregon State, right? Jake Luton probably has, of course, played in some significant weather. Deshaun Watson could be a lot dicier for him uh, for a Texans team. that again, I don't trust laying that many points. Um, but again, if we get jagged here and the Jag's going to jag, we might end up losing by two touchdowns. I wouldn't be all that surprised by it. But again, I think the Jags have a chance to compete in this game. Nowhere to tease Carolina and Kansas City. If you want to try to tease Kansas City down to just four, that seems to me to be, first of all, that's a long-term bad tease. It just is right? Just mathematically speaking, that's just a bad tease. So you have to really like Kansas City to do that. For me, if, you know, if it were me, I would just take Kansas City minus 10 in that situation. Uh, Buffalo, same sort of deal, right? This is either Buffalo wins this game outright, or maybe loses, you know, at the bell on a field goal, or, you know, the Bills are sort of as bad as they have looked over the course of maybe not last week, but the previous few weeks. And Seattle just is locked in and trucks them entirely. I like the Buffalo side here. I think they went outright. So I don't think we need to spend minus 270 to bump this thing up to nine. Uh, and then Dallas and Pittsburgh, obviously, there's nothing to move there. From a money line standpoint, Indy, even at sort of the pick em number where it's at, I would still roll with that you know, not exciting, right? It's not a plus 150 type of a thing here. But anything around even, I would start there. And then I go Jacksonville as sort of the big piece of, you know, anything plus 220 or higher. Uh, Buffalo, obviously, if I like them, I'm, you know, plus three, I'm going to take them on the money line um, at a decent number here. And Denver plus four, right? turns into a close to 200 money line, uh, plus 160, plus 170, something along those lines. And then the Miami money line is getting more and more valuable here by the second. So Jacksonville and Miami are sort of your big money lines. Buffalo and Denver are your shorter money lines. And then your Colts is essentially even uh, money line here. Throw those all together in a five-team parlay, round robin by threes, right? All the different combinations of three-team parlays within those five. You can make the case Detroit. You can make the case Chicago. I completely understand all of those cases. Again, for me, uh, I just am going to stay away from those two games. I'm sure both those teams will probably win as an underdog, and I'll be sitting back going, ugh, really blew it in that case. Um, as far as totals are concerned, anything that would I would have considered betting over is out of the market at this point, right? Seattle and Buffalo talked about it earlier this week at 52. It's now 55. I'm not going to play that. Um, I've canceled all under bets for this season, so not going to do that. Carolina over 51 and a half with Kansas City is interesting. Um, and then the one that I really like, frankly, is Denver and Atlanta. I think this is a high-scoring game. 49.5 is probably a pretty good bet uh, when it comes to a total there. 
That's the word on this Sunday morning. Best of luck out there today. Stay disciplined and let's make some money. Please pass the podcast on to other NFL fans and betters back on Monday to break it all down. Till then, I'll see you at the window.